Everybody and welcome to Always Bet on Geek with Marshall and Pat. Okay, so we have two episodes before this one. That okay. I started epi- editing the very first one, but I'm really only like five minutes in. I, I started and then was like, you know, I'd just rather be playing Skyrim. <laughs> I mean, this is five minutes that I just wasted. I could have been halfway through this quest that I'm working on. and But it's Christmas almost, so I figured that we could do a little short right here. Maybe a 30-minute episode. I'm sure it won't be that short, hey. but you know, so wish everybody Merry Christmas. I don't know if I'll even have the, the patience to do the sleigh bells like I did last year and the, the cool Christmas sound effects and unless I can, uh, I know what I can do. I'll just add some Skyrim sound effects, sound effects back there in the background for the Christmas episode. What's up everybody. This is Marshall squishy. Not sync on Christmas episode on Twitter. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek again, or if it's your first time, mute us now. Just do yourself a favor and don't, no, I'm going to shut up. And over yonder, across, what is it, the Redneck Oasis? Deep. That's correct. Deep. Hey, hey guys, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, <laughs> down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State, and... It's always been on Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Sweet now, Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Well done, man. Sweet Christmas. So odds are y'all will be hearing this episode a couple of weeks or so past Christmas because there are no, two more. No, the... that's what I'm saying. I'm putting this one <coughs> ahead of it. Oh, okay. That's okay. why I, I want it to be short so that <coughs> tonight and tomorrow, even if I say, fuck it, I want to play Skyrim, I'll at least have a couple of hours I can edit this and it will be out by Christmas. So instead of what, 44 and 45, those would have really been 45 and 46. This will be 44. If if I'm right, I don't, I'm really kind of confused on the numbers because we lose episodes sometimes and then I relabel stuff and then anyway, it's beginning to not look a lot like Christmas. It's starting to look a lot like TESD town around here in this place. Okay, okay, I have no idea what that means. T-E-S-T? You know what that is, right? Of course, but I don't understand the reference. Oh, it's just the imaginary place where the ants live. We are we live in T-E-S-T town. Wait, so why... Why is it looking so like that around here? Because I don't have any Christmas decorations. No, no. Okay, go ahead. No, well, I mean, I guess my point was the ants are cool, but you made it sound like it was something sad because you were like, oh... oh. Because it's supposed to look like Christmas, and Christmas is supposed to be the most joyous time of the year, and it's just not Great. like that for me anymore. It, it's helping. Have my daughter is really bringing me out of my shell a little bit the past few years, but uh, 
I just can't shake the sadness, man. It's so horrible. Did you buy like a small tree or anything? Oh at yeah, all? I mean, in the other room, I have Christmas decorations and lights, but fucking, I couldn't find the colored lights, so they're all just white lights. But it's kind of those are actually kind of my favorites. Uh, no, Christmas lights have to be colored lights, man, and they have to dance and do things. And the one that whenever I made, jeez, for. I'm going to reference this. Nobody will know because it's way before the podcast. When my daughter was two, um, I worked in a warehouse where I could get boxes, like no big deal, and industrial boxes. And the the corner pieces that were like 90-degree angles that were hard cardboard, like I could get all that stuff. And I made my I made my daughter a cardboard castle that ended up becoming some kind yeah, of crazy mansion. Yeah, yeah. Like, now, guys, he's not exaggerating. Like their garage became like this cardboard castle wonderland. <laughs> I was actually really we impressed. We couldn't park in there. It was a two car garage, can... and it took right. about it took over half of it. So it ended up. And the other half is like where they had like an old couch and the old TV. Yeah, it was the smoke hole. NES. Yeah, but it right. started off but... as like I made a tower and I cut the you know castle pieces but then I was like well it needs like a porch so it can have like a little drawbridge kind of deal so I made that and then that became the drawbridge I took the bridge off and then made a, a like another room and then I was like well damn I'll put another tower castle piece on the other side so we'll have the two towers and uh the piece in the middle but then the piece in the middle needed a porch and then that became a room and it dude and then I put a porch on it then I poked the, the holes in it and made it a put Christmas lights in there and I put a mirror in there and I cut the back of one of the walls up and put the TV up to it. And I mean, it was like 13 foot long and 10 foot wide. And it was, (laughs) I wish I could do that with wood. (laughs) Cardboard's easy. (laughs) Fuck math. It's not a big deal. Oh, (laughs) it was, it was amazing, Uh, dude. We played even, even my wife, uh, Stephanie played in there. Sorry, go ahead. First, stop, stop, stop. He's downplaying himself because he's saying cardboard is easy. Y'all don't understand what the man is saying. He constructed. <laughs> there was there were different areas and like there was a hallway and there were lights inside out of cardboard and duct tape. He actually made this. So when he well, said it was, cardboard it was is packing easy, tape. ignore him. I, I used I mean, like. Took, uh... 30, 30 hey, rolls hey, you of made, packing tape. You made, some, you made something cool out of packing tape and cardboard that each time I got there, you had added on a new section <laughs> to to it. So it was, nah, it was strong I mean, I enough you for like you to, to like sit on top of it too. Those cardboard corner pieces. I know, Marsh, I was. I know, I was there. <laughs> I'm just saying. You have a habit of downplaying cool shit that you do. Well, because in my head, I, do I it pictured time, something, was, and it didn't turn cool. into quite what I had in my head. Because I painted down the one side, and our old screen door that got destroyed because of the stupid rock in the lawnmower, uh, it was a big hole in it, so we couldn't use it because of the cats and dog. But I cut a big section of the top part, and I, I made gave her screened-in windows, and... It was really neat because we had a heater in there, a little space heater in the, in the summertime or the winter time. Or, yeah, winter time. It was cool. I think I hung out in there almost as much as Natalie did. Right. It was cool. That's my entire point. But no, I mean, in my head, it didn't. It didn't look like what I was thinking. 
So yeah, it was cool, and I'm not saying it wasn't awesome, but it wasn't as awesome as I tried to make it, if that makes sense. Well, Marsh, congrats. <laughs> now you understand now you understand what I say as an artist when I tell you, yeah, it's good, and everyone else goes, This is the great photo, man. I'm like, eh. Like I saw something else and I almost nailed it. Every artist has that feeling. Every artist you respect or like can look at something that you love and go, eh, it, it's almost I'm there. Not gonna, I'm not going to put <laughs> like my, I almost, myself up I almost got as there. an artist or up against any real artist just but because I was making a cardboard castle. But, but that's the same feeling. It's you bring something into the world. It's never as exactly as you see it in your head, but the fact that you put forth the effort and made something, that's what it's about. I, I'll look for some pictures if they're handy. I'll post them with this episode. But you said about the artist that made me, made me think about something. It's the end of an era. This is actual geeky talk, though. Oh, I don't okay. Know, is this open in the long box because it's about comics? It's not about a comic right now. Yeah, go for it. Jim but... Starlin's uh, quitting, quitting Marvel. That's correct. But I'm, I'm not really sure uh, if if it's a bad thing. Like if they're leaving on bad terms. Well, here's... I just read the headline. Well, I mean, and I didn't get back to it. Okay. Well, the the gist of it is. Now, this is all from Jim's... Somebody else is leaving Marvel, too. Who? Okay, let me hold on. Okay, two people are leaving for two different reasons. The first one is Bendis, which I went on about in the last two podcasts, because he's going to D.C. Okay, somebody somebody other than that, too. And who else? Ben Morse. What? Morse? Ben Morse. M-O-R-S-E. Sorry. I was going to do all this research before I talked to you, but I worked late at work tonight. Yeah, um, he was he was part of the director of digital media, and he was a podcast host. But he is now leaving to become a professor at UNLV. Yes, I'm reading this now. Again, something that I meant to do, but I had forgot since I worked late. Well, it's all good. I mean, I, you worked late. I almost had to work till three tonight. <laughs> so, Jim Stalin. <laughs> now, from. Now, from his point of view, we haven't heard Marvel's side or the editor's side, but according to a post, I think on Facebook, Jim Stalin said that he was working on a new graphic novel about Thanos, and it would come out around the same time as the new movie, so, like, good timing. And he's saying that the editor... That was the editor of his book. It's also the editor of the ongoing monthly comic of Thanos. So, you know, because he has his own ongoing monthly. And that some of the... I keep forgetting to add that to my pull list. And now, according to Jeff Stalin, some of the ideas he told his editor about for his graphic novel somehow wound up in the monthly comic book from a different writer and that when he brought this up to his editor it all turned shitty and then that's why he left now as far as I've seen so far from the day that we recorded 
I haven't seen the official response from that editor or from Marvel, so we can only go from what Jim Stallman said, but that's that's what he's saying. But yeah, he's out. Huh. He's done a lot of badass shit, man. They're gonna miss him. Well, the thing is, the fact that he actually are those are they his are they his characters? No, they're Marvels. Are they Marvels characters? They're Marvels. Yeah, that's if you if you work for, that that's so weird. If you not not really, it's work for hire. If you work for Marvel or DC, any character you create belongs to them. It's work for hire. No, no, I'm saying that's so that's so weird that. Uh, you're not going to have Jim Starlin doing that stuff anymore. It's going to be another writer doing. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I agree. He hasn't done everything, Silver Surfer and all that. He hasn't done all of it, but I mean, damn, him not being there is going to be noticed. Sorry, I'll be quiet. I'm a I'm a fanboy. I really dig Jim Starlin. The need to say sorry. I mean, he's. He's badass. I mean, he invented Thanos, <laughs> one of the biggest bads he, uh, of, comic, of comics history. He wrote and drew and everything. The one, my first comic book, The Death of Captain Marvel. I know. I even went on Comic Book Men and sold a copy of that. I was about to plug you so it wouldn't seem weird that you were trying to plug yourself, but you beat me to it. So, <laughs> but yes, that was actually on episode a Comic Book Men oh, AMC. So go check it out. I think it's I think you can find the episode on your AMC app or AMC dot com. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasn't going to go that far, but <laughs> nah, man. nobody gives a shit. <laughs> you always say that. No, I think the, I, 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 think, I think the episode was was called, uh, it's like Joust Aboust or Joust us. Oh, yeah, because it was, it was when they were doing that weird jousting in the store where like they made their Ming, taped up. That dude. Yeah. yeah. It was a good episode. I was the last segment. I closed out the show. It was pretty neat. There was a lot of funny shit that uh, that didn't make make the episode, the the, the segment or whatever. Anyway, but, uh, so, it's supposed to be Christmas. Christmas is about baby Jesus, right? Well, it's a, it's about family. True. Yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah, yeah. It's about spoiling your kids and making them fat and happy, right? Well, I wouldn't even say spoil, just happy. <sighs> Never mind. Merry Christmas. We can we cannot ramble on about just ramble. See, I had a rough night at work, so I smoked a little extra before we started recording tonight. So I'm gonna ramble until Pat tells me to stop. So, what was what what else was it we were gonna talk about? <laughs> you you forgot the entire point, the one that apparently oh, I watched your heart I watched and... a bunch of YouTube videos today too. It kind of helped me because he he helped talk me down a little bit. But okay, so I'm st- how about we? I'm st- how about we I'm explain still not about money on it anymore? <laughs> okay, let's let's tell folks what we're talking about. So when I start, to, well, see to when I talked you, about it on when I talked why. about it on <laughs> when I talked about it on Twitter. Um, okay, stop. Wait, I just, wait. I just okay, stop. I just felt okay, like wait, wait. Please stop. What we're talking about is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. So there may, right, but there, I wasn't there really may, sure I wanted to talk about it on the podcast now. No, yeah, I no, felt, no, I felt no, bad uh, once no. I started talking about it on Twitter. But no, you called me 
and we had an entire conversation about this and the only reason that we stopped is because I had to go eat <laughs> well I was supposed I said, to have gone into work too so I couldn't have talked any longer and then I said hey man let's save this stuff and t- talk about it on the pod so I figured it was something really on your mind <laughs> it just aggravated me after I saw the YouTube video that I was watching Okay, okay. The, so I don't remember the name of the guy or the the We're we're discussing channel. we're discussing Star Wars The Last Jedi. There may or may not be spoilers. I'm not sure. So from this point Oh, there's going to be spoilers. Okay. <laughs> so, I haven't seen it, but I'm going If we're talking about it, I'll talk about why I'm pissed off and aggravated. All right. So from this point, there are spoilers if you haven't seen Star Wars the last jedi you will probably be surprised because this could be the first podcast that me and mars have a significant disagreement about a major geek property so you could, y'all could be in for a christmas a christmas treat let's find out all right marsh describe the youtube video that got you in your feels about all this man <laughs> so well, was, they were, they were just from. doing the um made it seem like that Whatever the director's name was of the show uh, made it. The director get out of the is fucker. Get out of the window. The, di- the name of the director is Ryan Johnson. He's done some stuff that y'all may or may not have heard of. The biggest one that he did before Star Wars that y'all probably have heard of is Looper. All right, go ahead. Kevin Smith loves this dude. That's how I know about him. I, I like Looper a lot. But it, they made it seem like that uh, they tricked Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill didn't think he was going to die in the movie. Luke was going to die. And how he disagreed with everything. I saw several other... He, he's been very vocal about the fact that this is not his Luke. And after a while, he was just trying to make it in his head that he wasn't playing Luke. He was playing whatever the hell name he said. Somebody Skywalker. Uh, it... He said He said Jake. Now, Jed, something like that. No, he said Jake, Jake Skywalker, because I saw. Okay. Yeah, I saw the what you talked about. Now, if that's true, he should get an Oscar, because that was one of the best, one of his best performances I've ever seen. And I, Mark Hamill. And I've heard people say that too. After I made my post, I was just like, and I, I hate being the person that posts something and then takes it down, so I didn't, but. I've taken stuff down before, but I just figured I was whining, and then somebody agreed with me that I was actually being a whiny pusshole, even though he was joking and it was all good. But because uh, I was like, you know, I, I probably am just a whiny pusshole, and it's all good. Because I I tweeted at Mark Hamill and was like, hey man, you know, thank you for being Luke. Ever since I was a kid, you know, he's I never have lots lots of friends, so he was like my imaginary like big brother kind of deal, and that's he would be the I would, his adventures were my adventures, and when I adventured, he would be with me, and you know, stupid shit. But uh, no, that's that's not stupid. I, I of, feel I feel silly talking about it, so I don't know if uh, if people have been keeping up with us from the beginning, or even if, if this is their first podcast, if you if you are if you can hear our voice. And you are into geek stuff in a podcast called Always Metal Geek. Each and every one of you or us probably has that fictional character that you are that attached to. For me, it was Spider-Man. So no, it's not silly. <laughs> now, anyway. 
but the video that they showed <coughs> they showed him before the premiere and he was like dancing around and, and saying you know and he was like I get to make Star Wars every day that's an awesome job this and this and this <laughs> and then it showed him after and he looked like he wanted to die like he okay, looked like he I was think, in shock his face was that <laughs> I think a lot of that is him playing his part because the way they make movies that's not the first time he's seen this movie because there are demos there are early cuts there's sound looping there's voiceovers so well, it's not the I, I saw it's not the first time that this this thing has happened in Star Wars history even <laughs> I, I don't remember if probably was YouTube because I was watching tons of them the the dude who played Darth Vader didn't yeah, know but he it, was... until the premiere that he wasn't the voice yeah, <laughs> he was but, watching yeah but he's not Mark Hamill a main actor a main actor sees rough cuts of everything or a lot of, a lot of stuff well, and they have to from, do from what it what it made it seem was it was just in the editing and he didn't know that he was going to die in this movie <laughs> no there was no there was no way but anyway the, and then the the clip that was after that where he looked like he was the director was talking and he because if that's true that that means Ryan Johnson, who also wrote the movie and directed it, and had to get script approval from the head woman in charge of all of Star Wars, has to conspire. He's fixing to get his own trilogy too, That's right? Not... So, so they, so but he would have had to conspire with multiple people to give Mark Hamill a fake script, and none of his friends, from Carrie well, Fisher it, it <laughs> to like the new kid, wasn't. He didn't to, say total. there wasn't any mention of fake scripts or anything. It was all the stuff that he shot was was happening. He just didn't know he was going to die in this movie. <laughs> So, the, so the CG, Kevin, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith <laughs> like, on uh, Batman on Batman even said that he thought that they just like because he even agreed yeah, with I'll, all this. I mean, so you, if <laughs> I saw the Kevin Smith stuff, but he was saying like the Empire wasn't were upset Luke, by it, but no, well, what he was saying was the Empire would look because one with the Force. He thought it would, it would be more like he would slowly fade out or like kind of become star stuff or sparkle. He thought that they would try to fix up the effect that they use for Big Kenobi and Yoda with their new technology, but they didn't. They kept the effect the same, so it felt the same. So that's what he was saying. It wasn't like they Luke was there and that he was gone. It was just the same effect that they've always used with a master... Jedi because one with the force so I'm just saying there's no way they gave Mark Hamill a script that said and then Luke sits on this powder rocks looking up at the fading twin sons and he just sits there nothing happens turn the page there is no way they did that <laughs> I am not buying that he did not know he was dying in this movie man <laughs> I, I ain't know. buying I'll, it <laughs> I'll send you the link and let you see it cause <laughs> no, I, I I saw it. That's how I knew he, he met Jake Skywalker and all the rest. Oh, I don't know what clips I saw on which. I mean, I've seen probably twenty or thirty different videos now on YouTube about it because there wasn't. I don't know if it was the same one. I think it might have been. 
because the director was talking about the movie and stuff and then Mark Campbell was right behind him his mouth was open and he just kept looking at him like he was going to bite his throat out here's the thing Mark Campbell did agree that he didn't think he didn't like the way Ryan Johnson took his character and that's a fair opinion that's fair that just seemed but, pretty, pretty hardcore kind of staring at the dude he was all upside his head well, I mean, it's it's not too hardcore because, like, he said this in multiple interviews, so well, no, they know how that. he felt. I'm just talking about the look he was giving the dude. Oh, uh, the look, right? Well, but even Mark, but Mark Hamble ended up saying, "But at the end of the day, I don't want to be the stick in the mud. This is no longer my Star Wars. It's, it's a Star Wars for a yeah. New it's generation. not his story anymore. It's Poe and." Ray and, if, and what's his if name? Ian, right. Yeah. Because, like, you I just don't want it, movie. man. They fucking well, killed me with Han Solo. They're just killing my characters off. There's, this is like, and I've heard it said a well, bunch of times, you're killing my childhood, but this is like literally doing that. And I don't, I'm not, I don't well, want to be a part of that's it. Be, I'm well, not that's doing because it. you I watch the new trilogies, be, but I'm not watching anything where all my folks are getting taken out and we're losing all, I'm not doing it anymore. Marsh, that's fair. All I'm saying is, you know, I've always had the opinion of you should never let other people make your own opinion about seeing the product. And I don't even want to watch somebody, that. Just like I didn't want to watch somebody, Logan for the same reason. I didn't. I know what the story <laughs> okay, is. That's, I just right. don't want to see it. No, <laughs> that's fair. But like, <laughs> I as, can't do it. But as so, fuck, fuck but him, as so. Fuck him. But as someone who is your age and who grew up with Star Wars alongside with you... And I understand. I'm not the targeted audience. And I'm not... No, you are because because we are... Because we're the same age. We grew up with the original before CGI special edition. We grew up with the original movies. I remember being in the theater watching Return of the Jedi. We're the same age bracket. That's somebody who has loved who must love Star Wars for as as long as you have and as much the reason why I know for a fact Luke knew he was dying is because I saw the movie and there was no way any actor worth his salt made that performance and not know this was it that's one thing the other thing is it was the most touching ending I've seen when it happened I actually gasped out loud next to this other guy who was like maybe in his 50s next to me because we had a packed theater no empty seats so we're both old Star Wars fans we both gasp cover our mouths at the beautiful end Luke had when he became one with the force the the young girl next to me was like oh my god <laughs> it was the, the only time I get mad when they kill an old childhood hero it's if it's a crappy death like they did with Kirk in Star Trek Generations <laughs> that was like a side <laughs> sidebar kind of death it was so <laughs> yeah right right it's right exactly yeah, that this, was, I forgot that's this, how ultimately that's how he dies because yeah. it's like a, a him from yeah. the future right holy shit but, I forgot all about that crap, uh, crazy movie but this was not that this was touching and the symmetry was so perfect so 
I think it's a shame you're not going to see it. It is personal. It has personally moved up to my number two spot of Star Wars movies: Empire, Last Jedi. That's how high I rank it. That's how good I thought it was. That's an old Star Wars fan because the because the entire the entire meta story of the movie was you have to let go of the past if you're going to save the future. The heroes from the past can't save us. We have to save ourselves. That's the entire meta story of that entire movie. <laughs> and it is also because it is true. I understand. I mean, I, and, I, I've read yeah. and heard. And, I mean, I, I've seen the movie. No, 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 you haven't. You've read other people's opinions. You've seen other people's opinions. You haven't formed your own opinion. No, I'm sure I'll love it. It's I, Star Wars. I grew up on it. I'll love it regardless. The crappiest of the crappy Star Wars shit. I dig it. But I just don't want to see it. No, that's fair. That is fair. It's too hurtful to me. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure. Oh, but dude, he can't. <laughs> it's, it's a cool moment. Oh, man. I thought, I thought it was kind of crazy that they killed off Snoke how they did. That was oh you don't you don't because you only read about it dude <laughs> no I, I heard, you should have uh, seen it was I heard it so ooh, it must have been Fat Man on Batman okay so but my point is you've either heard or read about somebody else's reaction to it as somebody who was in a packed theater when that happened <laughs> he man. just described it oh I mean when it comes on man. HBO I'll watch yeah. it I have Logan recorded I just this will be I think the first hey, Star Wars H- movie I don't go and see but I'm pissed every fan must walk their own path like um I know this guy um that um walked out of the relaunch of the Star Trek movies because they played um that song by the Beastie Boys and he was like this ain't this ain't my track and he just walked out I was like what <laughs> You fucked up because of that. You missed an awesome. You missed an awesome movie because you thought that a Beastie Boys song didn't fit your preconceived notion of what your Star Trek was. I feel stupid. See, and I felt stupid after the dude. dude no, you. No, you. Sh- you sh- <laughs> I'm not saying. I am not saying you're being a pusshole or that you are well, stupid. Well, I complain about whining-ass people that whine about stupid-ass shit like this. I mean, this is like the dumbest shit to be kind of upset about, you know? It's like, my life must be good if this is what's bothering me. <laughs> a, a, that's true. B, it, it, my point is, it's still that stupid. It matters to you, so it has meaning. But like, dude, I mean, I... Me and you, even though we only met when we were in our late teens, 18 and 19, we still, even though we were apart, grew up with Star Wars. Like, it's true. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I know the feeling. And that's why I'm saying I thought he did not die a Kirk death. He died a death worthy of Luke Skywalker and being a Master Jedi. Maybe JJ will bring him back as a Force Ghost next episode. <laughs> yeah, he will because his Luke's last words pretty much guarantee. Well, that's that's what's yeah, happening. Said, like what? See you around, kid, or some shit like that. To right. Kylo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Ben Kenobi came back in Empire and Return of the Jedi, 
Yoda came back in this movie. I mean, after you become one with the Force, you're not really gone. See, that's what I do when I when I first I, I like get really pissed off about shit, and then I say shit. That's the problem. I shouldn't just say shit. Because I don't feel that strongly about it anymore. Because at first I was like, fucking Star Wars is never going to get another cent of my fucking money. Fuck them. Now it's like, that's fucking retarded. <laughs> Star Wars is Star Wars. I mean, damn. But I... And then after I pitch such a fucking fit about it, I feel like that I, I can't go and see this now. <laughs> I have to wait until it comes on TV or some shit. Dude, what the hell, man? Man, fuck... <laughs> Dude, you know it, it, it's stubbornness and pride thing. and stuff. You know how it is. <clears throat> well, it's not really pride. It's you're scared of what other people may think if you admit that you would see it. No, I'm not. I'm, saying, I'm not oh. talking about other people. I'm talking about just me. <laughs> I'd feel, feel stupid as fuck after raising such a fucking stink of whining and bitching about it like I did, like I am, and then be like, "Yep, yeah, I went and saw it." This isn't the first time. Logan was like the same same thing. Which I also, I'm not sure we were on mic with it, but I think you also missed a good movie with Logan. Well, I have it on my DVR now. I'll watch it. I just recently decided, you know, why well, watch TV? I, when I watch wrestling, I fast forward through wrestling to see who wins and see if anything unexpected happens. Because, you know, they, they all wrestle each other tons of times. So you can they do all their moves there's not much variation in in matches nowadays right see who wins see if there's anything extra something different that's funny or you know whatever which monday stephanie came out and i i I read a a news a wrestling news article (coughs) that the reactions of the women in the ring when she announced were were real because they didn't know any either uh she's hosting because Okay. There's been the very first ever Hell in a Cell match like, this year or last year. Oh wait, year. wait, wait. So are are we done with? Yeah, because I feel Wars? stupid, and I don't know if I'm going to go see it or not. But okay. Oh well. Well, that's why I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to even bring it up on the podcast because it's so silly after the fact that I was so I keep saying pissed off about it. I keep saying it's not silly, but um, what about the Hell in the Cell? Uh, the women's wrestling, whatever, revolution or whatever they're calling it. I'm not sure. Uh, there was a first ever he- women's Hell in a Cell match recently. And there was a TLC, I think, match. Uh, Money in the Bank match last month, two months ago. There was a very... Uh, women were allowed to compete in the ring in the Middle East. I forgot what country or what whatever country, yeah. Uh, for the very first time in their history, and then now that's cool. Now they're having their very own Royal Rumble match. That's coming up. Really, Royal Rumble, yeah. I was leading up to something else with that though, but I don't remember what I was, where I was going with that. Is there any new movies out or something that we can do videos to? <laughs> um. Well. There was this oh. really big movie that made a shitload of money in like two days. It's about a war in the stars. I don't know. But I hear it's pretty big. <laughs> but I've already seen all the trailers and stuff. 
<laughs> we can't watch the movie and uh, or yeah. yeah, we can go and record ourselves watching Star Wars The Last Jedi and get our reaction video from the movie. I don't know if my phone has enough for two and a half hours though. And plus my would that be authentic because I've already seen it. Oh, you would still cry. It'd be all right. That's all the people want oh, is to see us um, cry, and that's what we can do. I, I do. I, I can guarantee it. Damn near. I do. I do actually want to suggest anybody who loves the history of comic books check out Robert Kirkman's Secret History of Comics on AMC. I think they wrapped up with the sixth episode, but you can still find it on the on the app or on demand. Robert Kirkman's Secret History of Comics. It is some of the best behind-the-scenes comics documentaries I've seen. My three favorite of the six episodes are episode one where it's where they um, discuss the rise of Marvel Comics. Episode five where they discuss the rise and fall of Milestone Comics, one of my favorite comic brands. And episode six is when they discuss the origin of Image Comics. So awesome. Episodes two, three, two, three, and four are also good. Two was the secret history of Wonder Woman and her comics. Episode three was the fight that the surviving heirs of Superman people are happy with DC and I know that's that would be sad so I'd actually want to watch that one I don't I don't know what episode 4 is about oh I don't know why this made me think about it I guess because I was missing episode 1 I have the first I guess season of is Gifted over yet? it is but I haven't I have, seen <coughs> I haven't seen like the last three episodes I have yet the, the whole season on the DVR now so they reshowed episode 1 like I had hoped they would so as soon as I get time, Excellent. but this is what reminded me of what I forgot about before where I was leading through the, what I do with, my, this is, see, this is the problem with me when I smoke because I'll have 17 conversations going and I might go back to some, okay, I'll fast forward through the wrestling just so that I can watch, uh, see who wins and see if anything extra happens. I Then I'd go and uh, start playing Skyrim. I don't even watch TV anymore, so I'm behind on shit. And fucking Survivor, the finale and the reunion show. It was live newscast over it. In Memphis, there's two different parks that took down their uh, their Confederate yes. statues. Yes. Which is, you know, I'm not yes. trying to downplay the significance of it. But god damn it, live TV, we just watched them. We didn't even see the motherfuckers actually moving the shit. Two and a half hours was just a picture of the fucking <laughs> statue. <laughs> That's it. We're talking about they're on their way. They're getting ready now. There's people standing there. They're putting harnesses on it. Two and a half hours. Dude, Survivor finale. Come on. Because it's still happening. You can give, you know, the, the reports, the updates like they used to. But, I mean, there was nothing going on. You could tell us. They just repeated themselves over and over again. They weren't even saying anything new. Yeah, they fell into the trap of they knew this was a big historical moment and they were afraid that the instant they went off the air is when 
the cranes would come and actually start. Well, that's to the take, that's the good the good thing about having a live, you know, someone on the scene. You can just cut in with update if something happens. It just it really blew well, me the fuck you know, away, was... man. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Survivor. <laughs> does that make me oh, an right. a- does You're that make me an asshole right. because yeah. of the actual significance of them taking the statues down? Because I'm not I'm not disagreeing about why they did it. I yes, good job, awesome. But it's just the f- hey everybody everybody has a moment that they vote to focus on. I wouldn't be happy because. Fuck those statues, but at the same, oh, but at the same time, too. I have I mean, been watching. They're starting, but I mean, there's just so many of them. At the same time, though, I have been, I have been watching episodes of Shield where there has been bad weather, and each time they cut in, I'm like, I know there's a storm coming. I don't care. I'm watching Shield, yeah. yo. And even though I know in my heart that no, this is important. This storm could kill people, well, or even is... me. I'm thinking, shield, oh, man, <laughs> shield. Like this is a little, little worse than that, but that's good. Yeah, that's cool. That you're understanding what I'm saying. But here's here's the thing with Memphis and those statues, which I think is awesome. So the city of Memphis has been trying to get down those Confederate statues for a couple of years now. And they finally got everything set up and they were going to do it. But then the good old boys in the, in the state capitol passed a law that said you couldn't take down any historical historical statues in like a public park, even though the city wanted to, the state said, no, you can't. So what Memphis did, (laughs) what Memphis did was they sold the public parks to to private nonprofits, and then they said now that these parks are owned by these they nonprofits, can do whatever they, want. they can do whatever they want to. <laughs> and the nonprofit said, "We're taking them down." <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Yeah, that's some uh, white wolf vampire kind of shit right there. Right, right. So, and now they're saying like, odds are the nonprofits are either going to. Fix the parks up and then sell them back to Memphis or whatever. But whichever way it goes, Memphis is like, no, screw you. Our city does not want these statues. We're not going to let you play politics where we decided this is what we want for our city. And I love it. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Yes. I just didn't want to watch two and a half hours. Well, I didn't watch. I fucking fast forwarded through it all, but it was like. No, I mean. Damn. <laughs> In two and a half hours, they still had just, I mean, it literally had just lifted off its pedestal after two and a half hours when it cut off. And then I was pissed because <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't even get to see the fucking thing take it down. <laughs> this was, so, God damn it. This was two nights ago. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> well, I, well, I guess that will be it for this Definitely. episode of Always That's the story of my me. life, people. Right before is, the this, fucking horse comes off the, this, stand, off, the, off the pedestal. As soon as it does, two inches off, it's over. This Wake is, up. <laughs> Go back to Skyrim. Take a breath. This, is, <laughs> this will be our short episode, so we're going to wrap it oh, up damn, here. Oh, damn, it's an hour. See, um, this isn't short. I hope, I hope everyone out there is having a happy holiday, no matter what holiday you choose to to express and no matter no matter what holiday Hanukkah, this actually comes Christmas. out on. 
<laughs> also that because who knows when it's actually coming out. <laughs> well, I mean, if I if we could have made it really short, I I'll, I'll try to edit it before Christmas. I'll have tomorrow night too. Well, I guess we'll see. So I guess this will be the last podcast of the year for well, Always Been on Geek. So probably, if yeah. you hear, so if you're hearing this, so if you're hearing this at 18, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been two, it's been two weeks since that, the episodes come out now, so I'm, I'm at least going to do two a month. I mean, I can at least make, I mean, dude, it's not that hard. I just have to sit here and listen. I can't do anything but listen, though, because of my anal sound quality things i know um but hey merry christmas people so we love y'all merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa uh, or happy winter solstice or whatever holiday you choose to express in this holiday season i hope you're having a great one um and i hope we get to see each and every one of y'all in the new year you can find this at at always Beto Geek on Twitter, always Beto Geek at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, but I don't think we ever updated it. No. It's I always pictures once, Beto but... Geek. <laughs> right. You can find us at the new com. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. I guess that's it. Okay. They're taking the MPWO to at least three Comic Cons this year. Um, February 16th through the 18th at Planet Comic Con. Uh, the second will be July at Omaha Comic Con. And the third will be uh, the, the, a Comic Con in Springfield. M.O. is Missouri, right? With yes. Marvel writer yes. Cullen Bunn. Oh, he actually, he's, he's currently writing X-Men Blue and X-Men Go. And I think he may be the new writer on X Men Red. Don't quote oh, me on that. I'm not sure about that. Tell me about Red. I, for... I don't have that in my pull box. X Men Red is the return of Jean Grey. She's back, the adult Jean Grey, and she's going to lead her own okay. team of X Men. The adult, I mean, the the young one was that still the same one from the past that was brought to the future? Correct. Okay, so that didn't change from Secret Wars. No. Okay. Because I have all the issues, like all of them, and they're on like 14 and 15, and I haven't read any of them yet. <laughs> but Red, that's new. I need to get that added to my list. But the reason why I said that is because he also wrote the Magneto Muttley back in the day before oh, Secret yeah. Wars. I and read, that comic book was, that. That was, was good. It was fucking awesome. And that's what put him on my map because it was awesome. So I've been a, a fan of his ever since. He collaborated so, with Walt on uh, that Metro book too. Him and Brian Quinn and Walt. Were... Oh, cool! All right, all right, all right. We can keep talking, but we are going to wrap this up. Um, so newpodworldorder.com. Check it out. Lots of cool podcasts. Check out the Voice of Free Planet X. Oh, check out the MTR Network. Check out Three Black Geeks. Check out the Fan Bro Shows. The show for the urban geek. And if you're in the politics, check out Pod Save America. Check out Pod Save the People. And I'm about to start this new pod about the the era of Nixon and Watergate called Slow Burn. I've heard good things. 
I'll you're, let you you're know about how to it start. Is. You're about to start listening to it, or you're about to start a podcast. No, I'm about to start to hear it. Okay. I just, See, I just when you said that at first, I'm like, heard about it. No, um, no. Okay, I will cool. say this: if we, do you need an editor? If I ever, <laughs> if I ever do a podcast uh, about politics, I'm gonna call it "Always Bet on Politics." It's gonna be part of the Always Bet on Network. <laughs> oh so, no, man. No, don't do it yep. to it. Yep. I'm gonna so, have to, baby, I'm gonna have to hurry up and trademark the name before you do that so I can say no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I already made a YouTube page called that so nobody else could grab it. So I'm thinking I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure. But anyway guys, <clears throat> this has this has been your friendly oh, neighborhood I'm sorry. co-host. I'm gonna get a whole bunch of uh, stickers made to send them to hand out at the uh, oh okay the cons and so I'm gonna have some stickers. Okay, we are we are actually at an hour <laughs> every minute, so wouldn't be Christmas this without me not friendly... letting you stop podcasting, right? <laughs> this this has been your friendly neighborhood co-host co-host Pat down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State and up. Too far north is. I'm here. Wishing y'all a Merry Christmas. That's all that needs to be said. Yo, ho, ho. Ho? And that... then ho, ho, ho. Yo, ho. <laughs> and then ho, ho. Or. Okay, um, to everybody, happy holidays. And on that note, at least for me, <laughs> but I think for all of us, for all of we out. At least for you. Are you saying that I'm just going to keep talking or something? Are you still there? He hung up. <laughs> oh, man. Bye, guys. We out. And that's it. Always bet on Geek. New, 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 new pod. World order.